1: Football season is here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the industry-leading sports action website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. Bet sides, predict scores, track player props, even do props on politics. Use promo code ZABE when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. If the game already kicked off or tipped off, don't worry. They've got live in-game action, sweet action, on every major event, even esports. No better time to join MyBookie.ag than today. Go there, sign up, type in promo code ZABE, and get a 100% sign-up bonus. It's easy, and you'll have access to your own personal dashboard. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code ZABE. No deposit necessary. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Prohibited. <laughs> Today on the ZabeCast, the curious case of one Samuel Jacob Bradford, the single most overpaid player in NFL history. Andy Poland joins me to weigh in on the Monday Night Football. Andy Poland joins me to weigh in on the Monday Night Football booth and tells the story of Hello Woon. Also, he declares the Redskins season over. All that plus, how many cheeses can you name? In 30 seconds. Your essential Sports Talk Day starter is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go.
0: Here we go.
1: Tuesday, November 6, 2018, Election Day in America. Crucial midterms. Vote as if your life. Dependent on it, as they say. I am not one of these people that says, go vote, you gotta go vote, go vote. In fact, I'm the opposite. I'm a don't vote unless you really want to guy. Because who wants uninformed or otherwise uninterested voters voting? If you have to badger somebody to vote, why would you want their vote? They're not actively they don't give a shit about things. If everyone who doesn't give a shit about our nation, how can you say that? All right, let me amend that. Everyone who doesn't shi- give a shit about putting one set of assholes in power versus another set of assholes in power, don't vote. It's fine. You don't have to vote. People died for the right to vote. I know. They died for the right to vote. They didn't die to have people haranguing people. Go vote, you gotta go vote. Go vote, 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 vote. I love when people online go vote. Uh, what if I vote against the guy you don't like, or the gal you, or, or the gal that you do like? What if you're bringing me off the couch to defeat y- your candidate? Are you Are you okay with that? Like, how do you know you who are you getting out to vote? And look, I'll probably vote today. Sure, why not? It's, uh I got the day free. <laughs> H. L. Mencken the Bard of Baltimore, you should look him up, M-E-N-C-K-E-N, a real salty fellow, but has some great quotes. H. L. Mencken once said, quote, don't vote, it only encourages the bastards. (laughs) Oh, and I am very much a First Amendment free speech. I am anti laws that try to limit campaign speech because and campaign dollars and financing because i think dollars are essentially speech and so you start putting limits on that you get way down the rabbit hole in terms of well what can you you know what are you allowed to raise money for what are you not allowed to raise for money for but the one thing i would absolutely advocate is negative ads oh should absolutely be illegal illegal period amen you want to put an ad on television about the other guy or the other gal? Uh-uh. No. You can only talk about your candidate uh, on the air. Now, again, that would quickly be struck down as well. What if the other guy's a, a psychopath, a, a, a serial murderer? You're not allowed to point that out? Don't vote for Bill Johnson. Bill Johnson has killed 26 people and skinned him and put him in his basement. Bill Johnson is bad for Tennessee County. Don't vote Bill Johnson unless you want to be his next murder victim, paid for by Sam Smith for ca- for County Council. You know that 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 kind of shit. And you say, well, that's free speech. I gotta I gotta say how this guy's bad, but are we all not completely sick of the negative ads? Thank God they end today, for at least a few months, and then they'll start up all over again. And that ends the politics on the ZabeCast. Get back to sports, for God's sakes. Not a sports fan, huh? I can't believe you said don't vote. I said don't vote if you don't want to. I will not harangue you into voting. Other people will. Have you voted? Where's your sticker? Sports. Not a sports fan, okay, huh? Okay, fine. Let's talk about Sam Bradford, shall we? Sam Bradford was released by the Arizona Cardinals on Monday, five weeks after he has since last played. And even though (laughs) he was paid one year $20 million by the Cardinals, thinking, okay, he'll be a good bridge guy to get us through to the Josh Rosen-Rosen era, where the hell's the records room. And he did not last very long. And according to ESPN sources like Mort and others, his knee is completely shot. No cartilage, bone on bone, done. Sam Bradford now, in his career, after this latest score, the one-year $20 million deal with the Cardinals, has netted a total of $129,982,500 in his career for 34 wins. You do the math. That is not a good return on investment. Five years with the Rams, 65 mil. One year with the Eagles, 23 mil. Two years with the Vikings, 25 mil. One year with the Cardinals, 15.9. Okay, he didn't get the full 20, he got 15.9, but still. $130 million for 34 wins, Sam Bradford. And apparently, one of the nicest guys ever. Samuel Jacob Bradford. Um, Putnam City North High School. Good old Sam Bradford from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma had flashes of really good never great but flashes are really good kept getting paid and what's funny is that immediately after it gets released today and immediately after ESPN reporters another say his knee is shot he's done I did a, a quick headline search and you see where it says Cardinals released Sam Bradford who could serve as a bridge quarterback for five QB needy teams no stop with the madness. But then you've got teams like Buffalo, and you're like, well, you got going to roll out Nate Peterman again? Speaking of which, guess who chimed in on that issue, the Nate Peterman issue? That would be former Bills quarterback E.J. Manuel. He put on his Instagram page the following message, quote, I never usually open up about my situation in Buffalo, but the fact that this guy has had multiple games with four-plus interceptions, and I still don't have a job in the league? Unreal. Say what you want about me, said EJ Manuel, but never have I ever done that. Forget a learning curve, I didn't get the luxury of being able to use that as an excuse. I wonder why? To channel my inner Sam Kinison. Well... Is he right? Is he right? And what is he getting at? Is he getting at that they don't give the black quarterback the same amount of time as a white guy? I don't know, man. Jameis Winston has gotten more than a fair shake and a long run and a lot of overlooking of bad shit on and off the field. But maybe it didn't happen for you. E.J. Manuel was not good. Now, would he be better than Nate Peterman? I think he would be. I think anything would be better than Nathan Peterman right now. I think Nathan Peterman, when it's all said and done, will go down in history as the worst modern quarterback in NFL history, a guy who was given four starts, a guy who was injected into the starting job with a Buffalo Bills team that ended up making the playoffs and threw five first-half interceptions. That will never happen again in my lifetime, I don't think. I don't think E.J. Manuel is much of a leg to stand on, but still. You'll hear me talk more about this with Andy Poland, but uh, Coach Dan Quinn had a quote uh, after the game, Falcons head coach, about the fans at FedEx Field. Said Coach Quinn, quote, It was awesome to hear all of our fans here on the road. That is true brotherhood. And to hear them, we felt from the time I walked out of the tunnel all the way through to the end of the game, it was really cool to have them here with us. I I understand this. It sickens me. He's not wrong. I was shocked. I was stunned. I was blown away at how many Falcon fans were at FedEx Field. I mean, the Falcons have fans. They're almost exclusively in Atlanta. It's too far to really travel. It's not hard to get tickets in their stadium, although you know, it's brand new. Maybe the tickets are expensive, the concessions are cheap. Who the fuck would want to come up here to watch a game against the Redskins? It was a beautiful day, but louder than shit after that first touchdown uh, by Tevin Coleman. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know other teams and their fan bases can come in and dominate FedEx Field, Packer fans, Pittsburgh fans, and others, but Falcon fans? It's embarrassing. I'll talk more about it with Andy Polin. NBA. Luke Walton over the weekend is reportedly on the hot seat because of the Lakers' slow start after having acquired LeBron James. Magic Johnson has just said that Luke Walton's job is, quote, safe, he will finish the season. A ghoul. Luke Walton, you're a dead man. Sorry, but that's how it works. He will not make it to thank he will not make it to Christmas. That's my my, my vow. Christmas is the drop dead date for Luke Walton's viability in LA. The Bucks have released a new City Alternate jersey based on the old Mecca floor design. I will need to lean on you longtime Bucks fans who used to go to that venerable arena and watch the team. Is it great? Is it meh? Or does it suck? It's It's kind of gaudy. It's got the red. It's got the yellow. It's got the slightly darker yellow. It's got the bucks spelled out vertically. Got the Harley Davidson patch, of course, based in Milwaukee. I like it as a city alternate just once. I can go with it. Have you seen Annoyed LSU Girl? Oh, you haven't? Well, then you need to get on the internet and get up to speed on your memes or your memes. As Bryce Harper once said, they were doing sort of a pan shot or or a flying jib shot, a crane shot of the crowd at the LSU Alabama game at Death Valley in Baton Rouge. And it was 22 to nothing, Crimson Tide. They were beginning like a boa constrictor to choke and strangle and just block every last gasp of air out of LSU. And they pan in, they kind of zoom over the crowd. And whatever was going on at the time during a timeout, I guess, was kind of festive. So most of the LSU fans, despite their team getting completely destroyed at that point, were kind of having a good time and cheering. One girl was not. A very handsome redhead with very steadfast eyes locked her gaze straight into the camera and does not flinch. And she has an expression of, you fucking camera, get out of my face. I came here to see my team win and we are getting destroyed. Fuck off. In fact, it's a, it's a look that I'm sure her boyfriend has seen a few times. And it's a look that could stop traffic <laughs> It's the best look I've ever seen. Most of the time, if you try to pull that off to the corners, the corners of your mouth are going to just turn up in a little bit of a smirk after holding it for four or five seconds. This girl holds it for the entirety of the shot until they cut away. It was so spooky looking, I swear to God. I almost think it was staged. The other little nugget from the LSU-Alabama game, which was great, is Ed Orgeron versus the automatic closed captioning system that I guess either is generated by YouTube or it was generated by something else. Ed Orgeron, as you know, was, Ed Orgeron, you know, I'll tell you what, Ed you got that Cajun going on right there. The, the automatic voice recognition does not do Coach O to English. Here's some of the captions that popped up during his press conference. Old thing... Got to be a Taliban, allows crime, LL barrel. Yeah, yeah, no missiles on Latanya. guy, is that they will. Another caption said, money, orchestral talk about retiring earth. <laughs> and there was more. I watched the online full feed of it, and I was hypnotized. Not only because it's soothing to hear Coach O's Cajun accent, but it was also just uh, funny to watch the, the the closed captioning pop up and try to keep up with his, uh, you know... Uh... Election day is Tuesday, Uh-oh. November... See, here we go. Election is today. Oh, here we go. President
0: Trump's America First
1: agenda. Republicans need your vote on November Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, skip ad. All right, here we go. Here's Coach O for you. You know, we just we felt that we could protect... By the way, the closed caption at this point says "nanoscale, very close that gap can."
0: Turtle ball quick, turtle ball
1: quick. No, throw the ball quick. Sounds like you said turtle ball quick. You know, we just we felt that we could protect turtle ball quick, short easy throws. We thought that we could run the football outside zone get some stuff going. Cut. We didn't cut well on on the quicks. We got passes blocked. We just didn't execute. What's that? He's a great player. Cut Kurt Weldon, he said. Passes block. He made some block. tremendous plays tonight. Man, no. Yeah, uh, guys covered. The one he threw down the sideline in that run. I mean, the guy's one of the best players I've seen. Give him credit. And by the way, I would recommend, I don't tell people, go watch this on the internet. Because, frankly, there's so much stuff on the internet to watch. I would recommend you go watch that. Not too shabby. And then, finally, this, before we get to Andy Pullen. I love these stories. These stories are absolute catnip to betters. Somehow the sports books have figured out, let's get tight with the news services, especially the Associated Press, ESPN. And whenever we have a single bad week at the books, let's let them know about it. Sport Headline, sports books nationwide lose big on week nine Sunday slate. Oh no. Oh, the sports books lost money? Oh, no. <laughs> they are doing this to get you to go, hey, man, I hear these sports books are easy to beat. I got to get in there. I got to bet some money. Where do, I, where do I sign up? I'm not denying that may, they may have had a bad week, but you don't think they're going to get that money back? You don't think it's going to even out over time? You don't think the lines are going to get a little sharper and sharper? It's just funny, the headlines. <laughs> Sports books take beating. Oh, really? What time they open the next day? Oh, on schedule. Oh, eh, probably didn't take as much of a beating as maybe you think. Joining us now as he does every Tuesday on the cast my longtime radio partner and mentor and older brother of 16 years, Andrew Bollin! <laughs> Hey James. Hello Andy. You are you are my older brother but not by 16 years. It just means yeah. that I did a show with you for 16 years and I looked up to you like an older brother. Still do. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, you're 10 years older than me. You're uh mm-hmm. you're 60. You're a man. You're a super Yeah. Man. <laughs> I've lived
0: more life than you have, I guess. <laughs> I know.
1: And and in theory, the more life we live, the better we should get at it, but that's yeah. not always the case.
0: No, no,
1: no, 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 no. Before we get into the Redskins and University of Maryland and the football fiasco and the Wizards and anything else you want to talk about, it has dawned on me, Andy, that I have not yet put a quarter in your jukebox to get your feelings on the wit, Tess, Boog, Monday night football booth, which is going on as we speak.
0: Yeah, I, I think that, you know, Tessitore is fine. I think Booger McFarland would be fine without that stupid cart that he's got out there. <laughs>
1: Did you see where they I, actually downsized it because of complaints about how it was blocking people's view?
0: Yeah, well, that's not the complaint I have about it. I, I mean, I'm not at the stadium, so unlike... You don't when care. I yeah, at the Maryland game, you oh, may yeah. recall some years ago, when some guy wouldn't sit down in front of me. That doesn't really bother me, but... It's clear that the chemistry is hurt by him not being in the booth, which is where he needs to be, and I don't think he has any other special great view down on the field. Do you? Uh, I think he has
1: to in a way. It is a different view. Is it better? I don't know.
0: Yeah, but it's like – It's just like watching a game on television. When You have all the monitors and all the replay things in front of you, which I guess he does down there. But when you're up in the booth and watching on TV, I think you get a better view than you do down on the field.
1: Did you read Andrew Marchand in the New York Post as to why he's down there?
0: Yeah, that was really intriguing. Apparently they wanted Witten so badly that they had to guarantee that he would be the only one in the booth and that he would not be a part of the three-man booth. Right. And I think that's ridiculous, because yes. Witten is a complete stiff. They <laughs> could eliminate him tomorrow, and they would improve the broadcast 50%.
1: Yeah, and they hired him hot off of retirement, sight unseen, no road test, just because handsome ex-white cowboy. How can you go wrong with yeah. that, right? They had no idea if he'd be any good.
0: No. Well, the other thing I read, and maybe you read this as well, that there's a tremendous push to get Cowboys in the booth, that somehow Cowboys do something for ratings. And because yes. he played 15 years with the Cowboys, that's what made him uniquely qualified for the booth.
1: Yes, handsome ex-white Cowboys. They're like catnip. Yeah. Their ratings gold, Jerry. So speaking <laughs> of hiring guys sight unseen – I want you, Andy, to tell my podcast listeners, many of whom have never heard this story, of the legendary hiring of one um, Rune Arledge, Rune Arledge then the head of ABC, who hired uh, NBA basketball great Bob Cousy to call NBA games on, what, ABC television? Was it ABC or CBS?
0: ABC, and this was... Well, Bob Cousy retired from the Celtics like 63 or 64, so this would have been like the late 60s. And uh, ABC got a package of NBA games to televise. And Rune Arledge, who I think is the greatest genius in the history of sports television. He's the one that hired Howard Cosell for Monday Night Football. He's the one that came up with the up-close-and-personal idea for the Olympics. Um, He had the idea for Monday Night Football to begin with. College football, he was the guy who came up with the sideline reporter. He was just a genius. But for whatever reason, he didn't interview Bob Cousy before he hired him to be the number one analyst with Chris Schenkel on these NBA broadcasts. Everybody said, oh, Cousy's great. He was a great player with the Celtics. He was a great interviewer in the locker room. you got to hire him. So, okay, So they hire him. They have a news conference at the 21 Club. And they invite all the press to meet the new broadcast team from ABC, Chris Schenkel and Bob Coosey. And so while they're waiting for the press to come in, Bob Cousie comes up to Rune Arledge and says to him, Hello, Woon <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, Woon, because Coozie had yeah. sort of a lisp, right? Or what yeah, would the, so, what would the so speech he... what would that speech inflection be in which his R's are W's?
0: Yeah, I I don't know exactly what part of New York he's from. Uh, Bob Ryan would be the expert on that, but I'm told that there is a part of New York where people actually speak with that kind of an accent and it's not a speech impediment, it's just the it's way dialect, that he I was guess. raised. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. And, and so, so
1: that was quite the shock to Rune Arledge because he had yeah, never Luna heard Rune Arledge almost passed out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> how long did but, how
1: oh, long did Cousy end up doing the games?
0: I don't think it was for very long, but I don't think it was because he was necessarily bad. I think they just moved in a direction. The earliest I remember of of broadcasts for NBA, and it probably was like the early 70s, when Sonny Hill did him with Brent Musburger. And that's actually the first time I saw Brent Musburger was in like the mid-70s. And then he had Oscar Robertson as a partner for a while. But I I really don't remember Bob Cousy doing NBA games. If if, if he was doing them while I was old enough to watch, it wasn't on my radar.
1: Is that the same Sonny Hill that does Sunday mornings on WIP in Philadelphia that I was just listening to? Yesterday when I was up there, every time I go up to see my in-laws, three or four times a year, I tune him in on Sunday morning as I go to the Wawa to get the delicious soft pretzel and a Diet Coke. And he he is such an old school guy and he's just very nice. And he's like talking about the old legends from the hardwood back in the day. He used to do television too, huh?
0: He is, yeah. Well, he is, I don't know if there's a real comp to him here in D.C., but he's like the basketball guy in Philadelphia. I mean, he knew Wilt Chamberlain right. and, you know, all the big five guys. And, uh, yeah, he's just a basketball guy he's known from as Philadelphia.
1: Wikipedia yeah. says he's known as Mr. Basketball and is in the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, he know it, really,
1: really. and he founded the eponymous Sunny Hill League in basketball, which uh, is quite famous as a league that uh, generated some young talent along the way. Okay, so yep. you're okay with Tessator because our friend Scott I, he, Lynn... He
0: doesn't really bother me. I mean, oh, I, I, I get he, tired of the nicknames, but he doesn't really bother me.
1: He absolutely infuriates our boy Scott Lynn. Can't boy. stand him. He, he thinks he oversells calls there's yeah. a first down to the 50-yard line, like that. Yeah,
0: well, th- I think that's what they wanted because uh, McDonough was kind of understated, wasn't he?
1: He was, and he and Gruden yeah. did not get along at all in the booth, apparently. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. We, might st- we might have the best of the two Grudens. How, how about John Gruden shitting the bed <laughs> in Oakland right now. I don't care that he traded away several guys, including Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack. You go on the road to take on the Niners, and they're playing with a quarterback nobody's heard of, Nick Mullins, and you get yeah. lambasted 34-3? to
0: Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I watched that game. That was that was yeah. awful. But he's he's got a 10-year contract. I know. You can't fire
1: him. I know. A 10-year contract must be nice. Okay, now that we've filibustered enough, Andy, let's talk about the Washington Redskins, who on Monday put three guys on injured reserve out for the year, guard Sean Laval, guard uh, Brandon Sheriff, and uh, Michael Ray Richardson. Just kidding. Uh, Richardson, the wide receiver. I'm having a name blank right now. Paul Richardson. Paul Richardson, yes. Three daggers right there, plus Morgan Moses is now at half speed with a bad MCL, and you are not with Trent Williams, who had thumb surgery and is out at least two more weeks probably. You Season's say over. you you say what?
0: Season's over. That's it. Done.
1: <laughs> well, look, you dick. <laughs> how can you say that? That's it, man. We're in, game, be, over, we're man. In game over. We're in first place. How yes, can you say they, that?
0: They are in first place, but I should remind you that there are eight games to play. Uh, the Eagles are, are, are. I know they're a game. What are they? Game, game back. and a half back now. And, well, and they still have to play, game play game. the Redskins twice, right. so there's that. Um, they have to play. Redskins have to play at Thanksgiving uh, or in Thanks, Thanksgiving Dallas, Day in Dallas. Dallas on
1: Thanksgiving. Yep,
0: that's not good. Uh, and you know, okay, maybe they beat. Uh, maybe they beat Jacksonville. I don't know. Maybe they beat the Titans. I don't know. Maybe they beat Houston here. I don't know. But I've seen this before. 1996, when they were seven and one. Daryl Green, who at that point had two Super Bowl rings, said, "Hey, we're not that good." And he said that. They, oh yeah, yeah. He said. What he to? He was on the George Michael show, you know, and George said, oh, come on, Daryl." And uh, he said, he, he said, he said, you know, we got a lot of guys in our locker room who really think, you know, we're really a great team. And let me tell you something: we're not. We we can be, but we're not yet. And they didn't get there. They finished nine and seven and uh, finished out of the playoffs. And then uh, the Zorn year, 10 years ago, which was the, when they were 6-2 and two last, and uh, London Fletcher, who had been on a Super Bowl champion team with the Rams, said, you know, we're really not that good. We, we, we don't have much of a margin here. We can improve and get better, but we're going to need to. And they didn't. And I looked at this team – and they were winning on the 33-year-old legs of Adrian Peterson. Uh, they've been playing some very good defense. They'd gotten ahead in games and were able to hold on. But realistically, it was a you know pretty flimsy foundation, I thought. How about and, the,
1: how about the fact there has yet to be a lead change in eight Redskins games this year? Not a yeah, single yeah. lead change. The team that gets ahead stays ahead, and they win the game. Period whether it's the Redskins or their opponent.
0: They're not a comeback team, so they don't score many points, and when things start to go south, they go real south because they can't keep up. They can't keep up. Now, they've had teams that they've beaten with pretty good quarterbacks. I mean, Cam Newton is a good quarterback, and obviously Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, but – Aaron Rodgers was playing on one leg on a bad field, and they had some turnovers that went against them, and they were able to, to capitalize. But they've been losing to good quarterbacks. They lost to Andrew Luck. They lost yep. to Matt Ryan yesterday. Yep. That's, you know, and so as right. good as this defense is supposed to be, uh, good quarterbacks are going to take advantage of it.
1: So if I were to give you back, Sheriff, and if I were to give you back, Trent, would you mm-hmm. still say the season is over Knowing, and I'll say you can keep Laval and keep Richardson as guys that we lose due to injury. Would you then say the season's over? or would you say, well, hopefully we hit a couple more inside straights here and we m- sneak in at nine or seven or nine or ten wins to win the division?
0: Yeah, I think that could happen. but so you think the you avalanche
1: the- of injuries is what ended the season
0: not I, I think I, I think Sheriff might be the most most devastating of the injuries because I remember Jake Gruden talking about how much Adrian Peterson benefited from Sheriff pulling. And he said when Sheriff was really on his game, that's when they were really clicking. And, you know, he's a first-round pick. He was supposed to play tackle, but he's become a pro bowl guard. Laval, Laval is just Mr. Injury. And, you know, if, if they still put out media guides, what I would put on the media guide for next year is Laval being carted off in a wheelchair. Oh First of all, God. I didn't even know they had wheelchairs on the sidelines in NFL games. You know games.
1: funny is Dr. David Chow, the Twitter doc for all the NFL, he's very, mm-hmm. he's very good. He said in a tweet, Andy, he's never seen a wheelchair on the sidelines, yeah. and that it's very rare and I'm thinking that's interesting. They do have carts, like there's no shame yeah. in being carted off the field. Is there shame in being wheelchaired off the field?
0: No, I just I just thought it was such a bad image. And, you know, <laughs> as as we all remember, Hainsworth being carted off the field because he was winded, exactly. that was a really bad look. <laughs> but it, it, I had never seen that. I didn't even know they had wheelchairs on I, the sidelines.
1: I know. Apparently they do. So, yeah, yeah, that is probably a bad image for the NFL because it's yeah. a direct visual metaphor of, yep, these guys are getting their bodies beat to shit, and they'll be yeah. in wheelchairs when they're older as well, some of them yep. at least. Speaking of guys yeah, that are older, bad. let me get a timeout here, and we'll be back to the Redskins in two seconds. Speaking of older guys, and mm-hmm. this is an older guy that looked, is in great shape. I met Jerry Cooney last week oh, on yeah. Thursday because he was in town for fight night in D.C., and he was fucking fantastic. Sharp as attack, funny as all get out, looked to be in fantastic health. Boxer yeah, he did have Jerry many Cooney. fights. Is that he, what he it is? He didn't fight
0: that long. Yeah, okay. he didn't fight that long. And uh, I think his career, He had a, his biggest fight was with Larry Holmes. It Holmes was. And Holmes beat him. Yeah. But he and, won 13 uh, rounds.
1: But I guess that's yeah. the key. Don't be in the fight game for too long because that's when you start to really be like, <laughs> can only yeah. eat soup with a napkin around your neck. Okay, time back for, in, back right. to the Redskins. All right. Okay. All, all the injuries aside, yeah. the elephant in the room, that is now just being talked about openly and frankly, is the dawning horror that we may have been ripped off again by Crazy Andy's used quarterback lot.
0: (laughs) Yes, but it seemed...
1: Am I wrong (laughs) about that?
0: Well, it could be, but it seemed, unlike the Donovan McNabb one, where it seemed like Reed was kind of, you know shoveling them off here you know uh this one they seem to actively pursue you know McNabb was kind of oh okay well yeah you know maybe uh he can play pretty well for the next few years until they find a guy that's fine right. in this case it was like wow i didn't know you could get him okay look at him he had a great year threw a bunch of touchdowns hardly any interceptions they won't lose much with him with uh, and he may even be better than kirk good deal
1: do you, know, do, you, do you know that uh, last year, Alex Smith threw 27 touchdown passes. That was a career high. Do you know now, right. through nine games, Patrick Mahomes has 29 touchdown yeah. passes. He has dusted well, yeah. Alex. same exact team. Pat Mahomes <laughs> was sitting there, and Andy Reid knew this dude is the dude, and he's going to light it up, and we're going to pawn off this guy to someone for a decent pick.
0: Yeah, I think I think in the, in in that case though it was different than McNabb, who he knew was on the decline, wasn't keeping himself in shape. In this case, he knew last year what he had in Mahomes. You know, he, he drafted him, and he's and he said openly, "This is Alex Smith last year. We're, we're not bringing him back. Mahomes is going to be the guy." The McNabb thing was kind of a surprise because the the Michael Vick was still a reclamation project. Remember, remember right. that. Yeah. Uh, So I think think it was different.
1: Here, though, here's another thing is I think about this in retrospect. And by the way, I have been as bamboozled by Alex Smith as anybody. I said he's the least of my worries, I said, Mm -hmm. in July and August. Now he is number one on my list because he looks like dog shit. His feet are Mm -hmm. tippity-tap-tapping in the pocket. He is throwing it as wildly as I've ever seen. He has no ability to throw you back into a game because he's not that type of a guy. And then he made a quote after the game saying, well, you know, it's really tough to come back from two scores down against a quality team. It's rare when it happens. And I almost choked on myself.
0: What the hell? This is so much worse than McNabb because they're stuck with him for three years. There's no way he won't be their starting quarterback for the next three years. People are starting to chirp about Colt McCoy – that's not going to happen. They're far too invested in him. They're gonna they're gonna keep trying and trying and trying until they see some semblance of last year. It, 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 this is this is a three year circumstance that is not going to get better unless he gets better. And if he doesn't, it's a nightmare, an absolute nightmare.
1: Seventy one million dollars guaranteed, and right. it was a four year extension that overlapped his last year on his deal when he came here in other words Andy we did not have to resell we did not have to back up the money for Alex Smith but we did
0: why yeah
1: because they
0: needed to why because as we now know they need to sell tickets and if they say to the fan base yeah this could be a one-year rental like McNabb then they're not selling tickets this way it's a face saver hey we got a guy and Jay was on board with this too we got a guy who does things that Kirk ne- can't necessarily do. He's a better fit for this offense. He picks it up right away. You know, he, he's a veteran. He doesn't have any trouble from the beginning. Yeah. And here we are, halfway through the season. They still got to find a way to make him comfortable.
1: And yet, <laughs> and yet the stadium, and yet the stadium rings every week with cheers of the opposing team, including a team like the Falcons. And I was shocked when yep. I heard this. I said, "What the? Where are the?" Fuck! Did all these Falcon fans come from? Nobody's a Falcon fan, and there they were on Sunday at FedEx Field.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, they can get cheap tickets, and so they're, they're still not sellouts.
1: They're still not sellouts. And okay, so they they sign Alex Smith, and you're right, Andy. They did this because we got to sell tickets. We got to sell a happy story, which is this is our guy. We're set for the next couple mm-hmm. of years. He's cheaper than Kirk Cousins. Everyone relax. We're fine. But when the yep. losing keeps coming, and when the bad, boring football keeps coming, guess what you're not going to do? Sell yep. tickets. So it's, oh, look. it's this, now, look it's now this endless cycle that we're in of bad decisions and signing guys for the wrong reasons and having them underperform and further dampen enthusiasm for the team.
0: Look, yesterday was a Chamber of Commerce day. It was a perfect day for football. They incredible. had three straight wins. Tickets were available. They were advertising. The post the post sports section, which I still get, has <laughs> no advertising. But, but most of the back page of the sports section was tickets available. I got an email that said if I bought tickets to the game, I would have a $75 gift certificate from NFL.com to buy 75? merchandise.
1: $75? Dollars?
0: Yeah, $75. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. For buying There's how so many tickets?
0: I didn't say. It just said buy tickets. Okay. Maybe yeah, you had I, to I'm buy sure four tickets. i can negotiate tickets. one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'll buy a ticket in the upper deck. Now give me that $75. Yeah. bucks. i am going to buy a sweatshirt.
0: Yeah. All right. Let, so, let me just say one th- one quick thing, though, about, uh, before I forget about the injuries. I listened to the Jay Gruden news conference today. Did you listen to that?
1: No, I didn't listen to it.
0: Okay, well, uh, here's what he said. He said, we're going to sign at least three offensive linemen, and one of them is going to have to start on Sunday. Uh, And I thought of this, and you are great with analogies, so let me run this one by you. All right. Uh, At the Bill Belichick Hotel, when the washing machines break down, he says to the staff, don't worry. I have a secret closet back here with nice, big, fluffy towels for all the guests and clean sheets, so everybody's going to be fine. At, at, at the Jay Gruden Hotel, when the washing machines break down, he goes, uh, Yeah, I guess uh, we're going to have to get some uh, paper towels and uh, get people to dry off that way when I get out of the shower. Right? I mean, they think that they're getting a street free agent who's going to start on Sunday, meaning that the backups they have on the team, including a, a draft pick that they got this year, Christian.
1: Yeah, uh, Christian, yeah.
0: Can't play. The guys they have in the practice squad aren't ready to play, so they're going to sign a street free agent and start him on Sunday.
1: Well, you know what? This happened last year. Do you remember the ballad yeah. of Orlando Franklin? Orlando yeah. Franklin was signed and did not meet our quarterback Kirk Cousins until mm-hmm. they shook hands in the locker room on in the Seattle. day of the game. Yeah. But they went yeah. on they they went on to win that game in Seattle, amazingly enough against won- all
0: odds. Yes, but what happened the rest of the year?
1: They went straight into the shitter.
0: But, yeah. you know,
1: we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. I hold out hope, Andy, that we can stitch together. We can find a way to get to nine wins, and let's hope that there's enough churn in this division in order to have nine games be a possible tiebreaker. I don't see this team winning ten.
0: I don't either, and and I, and I see Philadelphia, I see them getting better. I don't see them getting worse.
1: Football season is here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the industry-leading sports action website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. Bet sides, predict scores, track player props, even do props on politics. Use promo code ZABE when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. If the game already kicked off or tipped off, don't worry. They've got live in-game action, sweet action, on every major event, even esports. No better time to join MyBookie.ag than today. Go there, sign up, type in promo code ZABE, and get a 100% sign-up bonus. It's easy, and you'll have access to your own personal dashboard. That's mybookie.ag, promo code ZABE. No deposit necessary. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Let's move on. The uh, Maryland Terrapin football program, the decision to try to sneak DJ Durkin back in as head coach, and then 24 hours later, after intense public pressure and ridicule, straight ridicule and disbelief, they about-face and fired DJ Durkin. Your thoughts?
0: I, it's unbelievable to me that, that James Brady and his boys of uh, the group of regents could not read the room to the degree that if they brought him back, that it would be greeted with such outrage that it, it would be so counterproductive. I, I, I'm just stunned that they could come out of that meeting and go, yeah, it may take a little heat, but uh, we got a game on Saturday. We should be fine. Now, it does appear that Wallace Lowe played this perfectly because pretty well known that they said to him if you don't allow durkin to come back we're going to fire you so he allowed him to come back saw the outrage and said well screw you i'm going to just uh fire him and then of course brady had to resign because wallace lowe spit in his face and once the governor got involved larry hogan yeah in uh in the afternoon it was game over because he's he appoints the board of regents. so right (laughs) You know, I, I don't. I don't see how it could happen. So, but why, it was, it why was, do just, you
1: think? Why do you think the board of regents went to hell and back to protect DJ Durkin, who may be a fine, energetic recruiter, may be a, a promising, up and coming coach, but this guy is going to leave you as soon as he's the hot item in college football. Why?
0: Well, he's he's not hot anymore. He's going to probably have to go to the NFL for a while. To cool no, but off. I'm but,
1: saying, I'm saying, if you're Maryland, you got to look at this guy yeah. and go. Eh, you know what? We liked him. He was heading the program in the right direction. But we'll find another guy. We can't sit there and say, "Well, a kid died, but we kept our coach." That's not going to yeah. fly. A kid well, I, I, died. It doesn't fucking matter where the coach was, how far removed, or anything else. He's right. not. He's not Kelly. He's not Brian Kelly with a forklift accident in, in South Bend. This was yeah. a totally. Preventable thing, of course. The forklift was also preventable in my mind, but yeah. this was a case where you had a long time, like you know, at Notre Dame, a gust of wind came up, and oh shit, the kid died. This yeah. was a slow motion train wreck of hey, the guy is in serious distress, go into action, yeah. <laughs> cool him down, give him proper well, medical care, and they fucked up.
0: Well, you know, you know what I, I heard uh, that Durkin went in and gave an impassioned plea for yes. his job. And, and they bought and it! they bought it! Yeah! Un- I mean,
1: <laughs> why would <laughs> you, know? you even bring him in for one of those, who cares what he has to say? Like, it's beyond right. that. It's literally a case of, if we bring this guy back, how many schools are going to negatively recruit against us saying, you don't want to go there? They All run. of them. All of them. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Forever yeah. is what they will do. And, and Yeah, okay. So... And what makes it even more infuriating, if you're a Maryland football fan, and you used to go to games before a guy stood up in front of you and wouldn't sit down, right?
0: I've I've gone back, but I don't know, it just hasn't worked out in the okay. last couple of years. I, I I don't I don't really not want to go to games, but yeah, that day was not a good day for me. No.
1: They uh, they fired Ralph Friedgen after winning ACC Coach of the Year. Why?
0: Because he was fat
1: and looked <laughs> right. He was fat and didn't look the park. He didn't have yeah, he didn't yes. speak real crisp like that turd who followed him did. Didn't have a flat cut haircut and blue yeah. eyes and a steely Edsel. gaze, Randy Edsel, yeah. like, oh yes, I'm a football coach. He was he was a big egg, Ralph Regent, but yeah. he was beloved. And he won. So they cash him out for this turd Edsel. He doesn't work out. They had a chance, I believe at one point, either before or after Edsel, to get Mike Leach.
0: No, no, that was that was what happened there was they they could have gotten Leach when they fired Freegen, but Leach was being sued by ESPN and Craig James. So remember that? So what? And so they thought they thought he was too hot to handle and they're like <clears> ha <throat> ha uh, uh, uh. and then Etzel walks in and goes you know, Maryland was my dream job, and they go really. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> really? I guess you can have it.
1: <laughs> well, that's all it takes. And and, yeah. and Leach has Washington State, which is yeah. in the middle of nowhere up there in the Pac-12, in the top freaking ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All because He's a little bit nuts. Yeah. yeah. All because yeah. all because Craig James, that asshole, and his dipwad son caused Mm -hmm. a ruckus and said, we're going to sue you because of a concussion and being put in a closet or something like that. Never mind the fact that the suit ended up getting thrown out and there was no merit to it whatsoever. That was enough to scare Maryland's so-called decision makers out of hiring Mm -hmm. him. It has been a cavalcade of fuck-ups from that administration for as long as I can remember. It's got to be exasperating for any Maryland fan.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and also they they blamed some of what happened on Kevin Anderson, who was already out the door yeah. before the kid died. I know. <laughs> I mean, and they blamed it on Rick Court. Well, you know, they baited him off to leave. They they it, it is it has been as bungled as badly as anything that's ever happened. Plus, I look at the whole thing in totality as much worse than Len Bias. I mean, they they, right, they because, killed the kid.
1: Yeah, Lefty had nothing to do with Len Bias taking cocaine that night. Right? Yeah.
0: yeah Bias' eligibility was up. He was not a student there. It happened in a dorm room there. And heads had to roll. But that, that was not, in terms of what the school did, nearly as bad as what happened here.
1: How do they justify getting rid of, of, of Drizell? Because I was not here at the time.
0: Well, the the whole specter of what happened was was uh, you know, magnified by the national coverage of it. I mean, this was a huge national story. And the narrative was, well, you know Lefty's not watching what his players are doing. there's no administrative control here, and we're just going to have to get him out that way. I mean, it was pretty late in the year, too. It was like only a couple of months before the season started. And so that it was a, a black, um, and, and nobody at the time.
1: and nobody said at the time, whoa, 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 what does lefty have to do with this?
0: Well, no, because because there were there were all kinds of things that there were reports that, that bias had been using cocaine during the season and that he knew uh, about it, okay. and there was a guy named John Slaughter who was the president of the school, African American, and the story there was a story out there for a long time that he called John Thompson and said, who should I hire as my coach? And Thompson said, Bob Wade, who was a very, very successful high school coach in Baltimore, Dunbar High School, had a bunch of guys go to the pros, Muggsy Bogues, Derek Lewis, etc And the, he didn't interview anybody else. Morgan Wooten was really mad because he wanted a chance at that job. He was still coaching at the math at that time. And he didn't interview anybody and gave him the job. One day we were actually talking about it on the air. And John Thompson called and he said, that is
1: because yeah, <laughs> cause, 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 yes. cause
0: he didn't call in and say that, but he called, I guess he called Sally, and he said, he yeah. said that, that's not true. That's not what happened. Uh, but that was the story that was out there for a long
1: time. By the way, I saw our friend Coach Thompson at the Georgetown, back, welcome back to Team 980, a uh, little uh, dinner get together uh, last week. Yep. We were broadcasting from there. He was there with Coach Patrick Ewing and mm-hmm. he was he was in great spirits. What you and I know, Andy, having worked with him, you know, Thompson, in every public sort of interview and his persona when he coached, his demeanor, I think, would be described as imperious, right? Yeah. Tall, yeah. Intimidating. intimidating, serious. But you and I saw the impish side of Coach yeah. Thompson. I mean, absolutely delightfully irreverent, great sense of humor and he was that way when i was talking to him at this little banquet in fact and i was flattered to know that he listens to me because i i said to him about this trial in college basketball where the runners ended up getting convicted which i think is complete bullshit that they're going to jail for something that is rampant i said well coach I'm sure glad they cleaned up college basketball once and for all. And he starts laughing and I said and I said, "Man, how come they haven't gone how come they haven't rappelled down into Duke's basketball office, kicked in the windows and stolen every hard drive." And he starts laughing and he points at me and he goes, "I heard you say that the other day." And I go and I go, "Well, am I wrong?" And he laughs and he said, I can't talk about that and with a big laugh. And he's kind of waving <laughs> his finger, <laughs> but he he knows the score in college basketball, and it still is a a, a sport that is a wash in secret payments. It just is. oh yeah, yes, Yeah.
0: Just yeah. Is. I mean he, he he knew how. Look, he I, I don't. He was never caught, never accused of anything, but he was well aware of how the game was played when he was coaching.
1: Yeah. All right, I got five minutes on the no. Two minutes on the Wizards. They don't deserve five minutes. The Wizards, Andy, go.
0: Well, it's the same thing every year. They talk about defense and they never play any defense. Uh, the coach is is telling his players to not talk this year. They won't shut the hell up. Uh, Wall and Beal can't wait to throw everybody under the bus. And in the midst of all this chaos, <laughs> Dwight Howard, king chaos, re-arrives on the scene to calm <laughs> everything down.
1: <laughs> hey, at least he's playing now. Missed the first yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games due to butt tightness, or glute tightness, and then played 23 and 31 minutes and gave the Wizards 20 and 10 points in those two games. So at least he's playing now, so there's that. Not going to be a good year for the Wizards. Do we make the playoffs this year? No. Uh,
0: Yeah, I think they'll find a way to get in. East is is really bad, but they're probably going to go in as, you know, seventh or eighth seed. They were eighth seed last year.
1: Do you know how glad I am that I was on the don't-do-it square on Otto Porter's max deal? I was one of the few yeah. people in town that said, Don't do this. He's a yep. nice kid. Yeah. He's not that good. But we have to. We can't lose him. We just went to the second round of the playoffs. That's yep. what the yep. narrative was.
0: Yeah. I think you put that in the Deion Sanders file. You did you said And Spurrier prime time. And Spurrier, yeah.
1: <laughs> if I don't tout what I'm right about shit, nobody will, Andy. They'll just bring up what That's I was right. wrong, like calling Patrick Ramsey a what?
0: Uh, what, oh, yeah, you said it was the young Brett Favre. Oh, God. <laughs> throw away the receipt on Jason Campbell. God! <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Good times. All right, Andy. Uh, by the way, it's good to see you on with Kevin Sheehan on the Kevin yeah. Sheehan podcast. That's nice, and I'm glad I could Enjoy have that. you on mine. And hope you're yeah. staying busy on WTOP, and I hear you on the weekends on WJFK with your boy uh, Tommy Lavero. So, Stay busy and active and uh, muzzle muzzle as the holidays come up. Football season is here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the industry-leading sports action website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. Bet sides, predict scores, track player props, even do props on politics. Use promo code ZABE when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus. If the game already kicked off or tipped off, don't worry. They've got live in-game action, sweet action, on every major event, even eSports. No better time to join MyBookie.ag than today. Go there, sign up, type in promo code ZABE, and get a 100% sign-up bonus. It's easy, and you'll have access to your own personal dashboard. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code ZABE. No deposit necessary. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. We'll end with this today. Darren Ravel tweeted out a nice little viral video from the Milwaukee Bucks game the other night in which during a break, one of their in-arena hype gals uh, goes around with a microphone and they've got a contest. And the contest was appropriate for Wisconsin. How many cheeses can you name in 30 seconds? This woman had a child in her arms, a Packer cheese wedge on her head and she proceeded to slay it to the tune of 27 cheeses in 30 seconds. Take a listen. American Asiago Capone Buffalo uh, smoked Swiss cream cheese string cheese uh, cottage cheese um, Brie feta goat (laughs) Munster, Colby, Jack, Colby, Pepper Jack, uh, I don't know. (laughs) Ah, and there it was. Pretty good, all things considered. I think I could only go about 10 deep. But who doesn't like the finest meats and cheeses? As Kenny Mayne used to scream on SportsCenter, Bring me the finest meats and cheeses in all the land. Good stuff there. That'll do it for me today. Thanks for listening. Download, subscribe, comment, and like. Tell three friends. Remember, podcasts are the future. It's like Netflix for your ears. Email me with topics and suggestions at zabe at yahoo.com. Now, what are you going to do today? You're going to go out and vote. And you're going to go vote not for the candidates that I want, and I'm not going to tell you who I want. And it doesn't matter because you don't live in my district anyway. I want you to vote against the bastards I hate. Because remember, sometimes you're not voting for anybody. You're voting against some people. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. dot com.